so nervous because this is the 38th time I've done it. <laughs> Actually, this is like the 40th, technically. Mm. You lost right. episodes. I, lo- lost I, lo- episode. I lost one episode, and I lost one of the the Erasefic interview. Ouch. I say I lost. I, there was technical difficulties that may or may not have been my fault. Who's yeah. to say? Right. So you cut out my best performance and the best interview we've ever had. <laughs> Good job, Clip. Yeah. Alrighty. And we're live. All right. Welcome to episode number 38 of Smirk Now Work. I'm your co-host, Club. With me, as always, I have DJ Technology from Canada. Welcome, DJ, to the show for the very first time. Yeah, I'm I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm scared. I've, I've never done this before. So we never. just talk? Is that, is yeah, that what we it's, do here? This is a, it's called a podcast, and it, it really just revolves around me. So as long as you're contributing to the conversation that I want to have, then we're, then we're golden. Post slash dictator. <laughs> I want some of this. <laughs> and uh, with me, as always, I have LT from NYC. What's happening, LT? Doing all right. So they don't want to confuse the listeners. It's actually pronounced Canada, and Club was just having a little fun. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> well, I thought we'd uh, we'd mix things up today. Usually, we save our key segment, our only segment that people like for the beginning, LT story time. <laughs> <laughs> they love the beginning to end powerfully awkward segment that we carry Every well, week. it's something. It's uh, it's it's the continual segment that it's well, it, okay, it's the only segment that we've been directly emailed about. So fair enough. I th- <laughs> granted, there's a, the big segment where we just talk about things that are happening and the things we want to talk about in entertainment, and then there's LT story time that I don't really remember how it started. Maybe it was because you started rambling about a story. I don't know, but uh, hey, we're here. And LT story time is happening now. St. Patty's Day 2017. Remembered as the night I dodged a bullet. And the funny thing is that this isn't necessarily a New York story because a lot of a lot of my LT story times are New York based, right? Um, this could happen anywhere because of the night that St. Patty's Day is. It's full of drunks. It's full of vomit. It's full of loud people. And just uh, and a lot of green, you know. That's that's basically St. Patty's wrapped up in a nutshell. Um, so I get out of work. My my shift that day was four to midnight. So I get out at midnight, which is like the the twilight of the drunkenness. <laughs> like that's when Prime it starts, time. you know. Oh, People yeah. are usually indoors and drinking their ass off, and then at midnight they go to another bar or they're too trash to stay up and they just wobble home. So it's just a, a cavalcade of messiness when I get to the subway. I kind of roll my eyes like, all right, we just get on the train, mind my own business, and get home all right, because I wanted nothing to do with it. I've been there, done that. I'm tired of drunk people. So I just wanted to get home. It's a long night at work, you know? So I wait for the subway, doors open up, and as soon as I almost step on, I see a giant puddle of vomit right underneath oh. me. And it's just, it was more like a, it's like if you see a rat run across a platform, you kind of like jolt back. Sure. I was literally stunned at the amount. It was just like going down <laughs> the bucket in the doorway. <laughs> oh. I said, Holy shit. Like it, I'm so glad that it didn't happen. I didn't slip. But if I were to put my foot down, slipped on that, 
it is I might have been, you know, the next mud wrestling champion because that shit was everywhere. <laughs> I got fucked up. So uh, that was the first bullet dodged. I said, okay, go to the other car. And I get in there, I sit down. I'm just really happy because all the loud drunk people are like on one end of the subway and I'm chilling by myself with some other lady and we're just like sitting in the corner on opposite sides of each other. And I, I kind of like nod off because again, it was a long fucking day lifting 50 pound boxes for hours on end. I'm like I'm gonna, I'm gonna nod off a little bit, which is my golden rule to never do. <laughs> On a drunk night. You don't. You don't nod off. On a regular ever. night. Yeah. yeah. You could, it could be Wednesday <laughs> afternoon. You don't close your eyelids for more than three seconds, let alone fucking midnight St. Patty's Day. What about? Okay, I'm sorry. 11 a.m. on a Sunday. No. No. You've you've never been on a New York subway. I actually that, I have, but not 11 a.m. on a Sunday. That's prime time for regrets to pop out because someone just left church or ditched church to kill somebody. <laughs> on the subway, usually. <laughs> I'm sorry. Continue. I didn't it's mean to go down this. Time club. this crazy whole here. <laughs> Sunday, eleven o'clock church. Psycho. Yeah, everyone who goes to church, you're murderers. No, thank you. I got street smarts. So I sit down. <laughs> I start nodding off, and um, out of nowhere, this one stop goes by, and I feel this thud next to me, and I'm like, "Oh, what the fuck was that?" And of course, it's it's a drunk dude. But it's a drunk dude who was, like, apologetic after the fact. Okay. But not to the point of actually saying he was sorry, but more so kind of using the remaining muscle he has in his left arm to pick it up off his knee and kind of wave with, like, this limp wrist <laughs> dangling. <laughs> it's like when Deadpool hits, Cy hit, uh, hits Cyclops. Oh, no, it's not Cyclops. Fucking the, the big guy. Come on, help me out. Colossus. Colossus. Slammed him with his, with his fist, and his hand is just like dangling there, like T Rex. That's what this guy did. He just <laughs> kind of goes, eh. <laughs> Raised his hand, like, sorry. It's like, I know he meant sorry because I've been drunk before, and that means sorry. You've been drunk before, LT? I have. Hey, you remember that couple beers I had the other night? You're sick. A couple months <laughs> yeah. ago. A couple months ago, the, the two beers that you had, and then you were completely just out of your mind. <laughs> and you promised not to judge me ever on the air. Yeah, I, I I won't judge you. <laughs> it goes the internet's not a place for judging. No, we'd ne we'd never remember that for nineteen episodes. <laughs> Sophia better not bring it up either. <laughs> anyway, I'm sitting there, he's saying he's sorry. I go whatever. I'm I'm too tired to like give a fuck because he's still trying to mind his own business, just sitting next to me. And I'm kind of like, all right, we'll just I'll just be the tired asshole, and you'll be the drug asshole, and we'll ride the train together for a bit. Now, here's a, key, here's a key move that happens in the state of drunkenness when you're at that level. First, in order to stop the vertigo, you sit down and you lean all the way forward so that your head is basically looking straight down to the ground and you get lower and lower and lower. And when it's really bad, your face is just plastered to the concrete or, or the subway ground. That's when it's really bad. So this guy was still sitting down, which is okay leaning all the way forward but here comes the key move he sits straight up and takes a deep breath and hits me again with his elbow and then a good 10 seconds later he does the little wave thing like he was sorry so that's how fucked up he is he just lost 10 <laughs> seconds of his life so he waves his little arms and then he goes way back down the same position now I know that he took that deep breath to tell himself mentally 
you will not throw up. And then he went back down to hopefully stop the vertigo again. Now, I, I know that right after that moment is when you're most likely to throw up. Like, sure. you're, try, you're either not going to throw up or you're going to throw up. And so I feel iffy, and I'm like, fuck, I'm tired. I'm going to get up anyway. So I get up. And here's the thing. Because I'm so sure that this was going to happen, I, pick up my, I take out my phone. It's... um. It's an LG G5, the 2016. Is it? Is, is that your phone? It's, <laughs> I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know what, what brand your phone is or the yeah. deep backstory of how you got your phone. I'm just yeah. saying it's, it's, okay. it can shoot 4K video. Canon. Yeah, I just, I Canon, just I'm so interested. In because it has expandable memory. And so I was really excited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're not going down this rabbit hole again. I know. Yeah. Right, fuck the phone. Fuck the phone. Nope, nope. The bottom yeah. line is uh, that. Bottom line is just, that I was going to record the video. I was going to record the video and start filming him just because I'm like, this would be a classic St. Patty's Day video. I could like put a subtitle, like, look look what I just caught on St. Patty's Day 2017 or what else is new. But I said, you know what? I'm not going to be that asshole just waiting for someone to fucking puke all over themselves. So I didn't do it. Put the phone back in my pocket and what happens a second later? <laughs> <laughs> And it was one of those things where it's just, it, you could see it as often as possible, but it's still surprising every time, where there's no muscle movement, it's just someone opening their mouth and just like water spewing out. There's no like forcing it out, it's just dropping out by the leader, splashing uh, everywhere. Uh, the lady across from me, <laughs> she didn't have this foresight of drunkenness, apparently she never got that tipsy before. So she's got her head, her heels like lifted up off the ground under her seat like she just saw a mouse. <laughs> Meanwhile, I just start walking to the other end of the car like laughing my ass off and just like hitting myself in the head. You had one fucking second to just take out the camera and start recording. You knew better, LT. But that was the second bullet dodged and uh, just happened to be the funniest one. Well, the good news is I'm sure thousands upon thousands of people caught other people throwing up with their camera. So I, I uh, think I think we're okay. <laughs> I think very, we have enough footage of St. Patrick's Day. You know what? I I wouldn't have felt so bad about it for that very reason, except for the third bullet that came around. Ooh. I get off Ooh. off the subway, and what do I hear? Those drunken assholes who are on the other side of the subway car. I'm a little bit closer to them now. And so we, uh, we happen to get off of the same fucking subway stop. And pretty much two stops, uh, two steps out of the car, I hear, <laughs> <laughs> I turn around, and this fucking frat jackass is throwing up all over the fucking platform. Not even, like, going to the corner or the side of the wall or in the tracks or, like, in that gap of the subway. He just goes all on the platform, like, making a little island so that no one can pass through. <laughs> oh, I'm like, dude. what a fucking asshole. And his buddy is there filming this fucking thing, <laughs> laughing his ass off. What a buddy. What and a I'm pal. Like, Holy shit, I could have been that guy. I could have <laughs> been that motherfucker. And now I'm in the background of some dude puking, like, a million hits. <laughs> I'm just, like, looking just kind of dumbfounded because, again, the surprise is still there. I'm like, wow, it's a lot of fucking vomit. Uh, well, in case was... you are you are just joining us, that is how you start a podcast. Take take notes, cereal. Take notes, uh, giant bomb. You start off your podcast 
with the St. Patrick's Day puke story. That's what you do with, with the triple triple drop. Triple. That's that's one, two, three bullets dodged. You're welcome. <laughs> that first one, dude. It, that first one was worse than the one on the platform. Even it was just shocking. It was all it looked really <laughs> chunky, and I don't want to get into it. It's rough. Ugh. I had to get that off my chest. <laughs> I needed to tell you guys what I went through. I can feel better. Yeah. All right. There. Well, uh, let's get let's get into the uh, the meat, if you will. The uh... oh, don't say no. <laughs> don't say beef stew. Come on. Let's get let's get to the beef stew of oh. what is Smirk Now work. <laughs> it is uh, it is games, movies, and comic books. Uh, every eclipse, <laughs> we'll yeah, talk but... about comics. Um, let's talk. I... Let's talk some Mass Effect. Oh, I know, oh. DJ. I know you've played this. Yes, and you have your uh, your concerns, man, and I I think the world needs to hear them. Well, it's you know, um, there's been a lot of lot of noise around the sort of jankiness of the animations and the the old clay face of of the the characters and stuff like that, and um, I, I definitely you know playing through the 10 hour trial uh on ea access i i definitely experienced some of those things and um you know i took i took some time though to kind of think about it and sort of reflect back on other bioware games and i've come to the conclusion that nobody ever says hey check out this bioware game it's got buttery smooth animations it looks like real life dude you know yeah that that that's what i'm sorry before i go off on a rant yeah continue with your well well and so and so kind of thinking back to like even just mass effect 3 i was like you know that you know animations weren't really that that great like you know i'm gonna walk away now you know so i i think i think people are you know kind of forgetting what bioware is about and about sort of this story-driven element and you know i think um for the first sort of hour or so the the writing's definitely very over the top like we're gonna do this this is yeah pathfinding's all about you're a pathfinder by the way this is the greatest moments <laughs> isn't that um, an suv a pathfinder yeah, yeah exactly i'm not sure probably probably um so i i don't know i you know to for people to go on to the internet and like harass somebody who was listed as an animator for a subcontracted company is kind of like all right guys sell like sell down right like i i we love video games as much as the next guy here at uh, smork not more a little bit more than the next guy yeah Obviously, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we do a podcast about it, so we meet for an hour every week just to talk about video games. Yeah, not even to not even to play them together. We just no. we just talk about. Well, to be fair, we talk about other cool things too. We talk about people throwing up on trains, for instance. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and you know, I before I even launched Andromeda, I wanted to go back and play a little bit of three. I don't know. I don't know why. I just felt like I needed to for some weird reason. Uh, and I'm playing through it, and I'm I'm reading some stuff on the facial animations and all the stuff in the lip syncing. And if you go back and play Mass Effect One, Two, or Three, the lip syncing is like not there. 
Yeah. It's it's not like it's bad. It's not like it's great. It's just kind of it it exists to to make it somewhat believable. But you you have to put some of your suspension of disbelief into that because it's it's not going to look like a Last of Us cutscene. That's not what they're they've yeah. ever gone for. Well, uh, in 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 Bioware's defense, like look at the massive amount of dialogue that's in gosh. these games, right? Like to try and perfectly animate every little lip movement for every single word, like we would just never have this game. It would never <laughs> fucking come out. Like all the all the RAM would go towards lip syncing, and then people would be like, yeah, exactly. "Where's the combat?" Well, we couldn't yeah. put combat in the game because the lip syncing was perfect. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, exactly. I I don't need to lip read a game, like no. you know, so um yeah i just the the internet's a funny place right and i think especially where where this is the first mass effect game on this generation of consoles people have i guess higher expectations for sort of the the fidelity and the animation and stuff but the i don't think they seem to realize like how massive this is and it's and it's not even necessarily a animation issue right like um you know, in game development, you're trying to put thousands of pieces together to work, and one piece might sort of clash a little bit with another one and create these these issues, these bugs, right? So it's it's very unfair to say that that this one lead animator was responsible for all the lip movement and all of the game. You know, is is pretty pretty internet like. When you're dealing with science fiction and science fiction fans, you're talking about people with a hardcore belief that. Know, teleportation and uh, light travel and all these fancy things are within our grasp and they have a few years and they can't get lips right and it's frustrating to them and they gotta let it out in an anonymous forum in a hilarious <laughs> I hate but, you me yeah, forum it's so just... like writing very sexually aggressive tweets at a That's poor right. woman. That's right. <laughs> like, what? Good job, internet. What does your life come to if you're threatening people over a very minor part of this game? This game is absolutely gorgeous. It mm-hmm. looks better than any Mass Effect game. It looks better than a lot of games on uh, new new gen consoles. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand. Like, and I knew I knew going into Andromeda that like there would be some issues because I've seen gifs and and whatnot of of these. Like, issues we've all seen the trailers we've all seen the trip we've all seen the poop walk gif (laughs) and i say we all as in like dj and i have probably seen it i think Mm -hmm. what's a poop walk it's a guy doing a poop walk (laughs) as as he's just running around like is it supposed to be normal looks like he's smuggling brown coins in his back pocket if you catch my drift you crazy kids (laughs) anyway yeah so i i knew i knew that going in and yes i experienced some of those things i saw some of these weird like bugs or whatever but like this game is massive in scale there's so much going on why why is it that we have to like focus on this one one thing like it wasn't even a huge deal to me and i'm not i'm not super picky when it comes to graphics i really could i really could take or leave amazing graphics as long as the gameplay is there and the gameplay is solid i'm good to go and in this game the combat is fluid it feels way more three-dimensional than most third person shooters ever will <laughs> just mm-hmm. because of the the jumps in the side to side movement it just movement is great mm-hmm. so you're saying but, that um, the game really shouldn't be summarized with just like a singular effect right it should be more of a mass effect yes thank you <laughs> that's exactly what I was going for yeah. I'm clever 
But yeah, and yeah, so like the combat's great. Um the story well we'll get to the story. Uh but I I just could not understand why people are like threatening people's lives over this. <laughs> I, I will never comprehend it. it so, this yeah. happens every time, every time a a new game comes out when it's based on like an old franchise. You see it in Mass Effect Andromeda. You saw it in, in Halo 4, Halo 5, especially in Halo 5. Well, that's mm-hmm. a different story. But uh, we saw a little bit of it in Gears 4, not mm-hmm. nearly as much. But every time a franchise gets rebooted or redone in some way, there's always this kind of stuff. And it just so happens with this game, it's some reason taken to this lip syncing thing in yeah. facial animations like like have you played dragon age like did like you know what so, they look like they're chewing carrots and <laughs> trying to talk at the same time yeah, it's like you, you i i understand there there should be a progression in technical achievement or whatever but you went and played kotor it had in and it's like one of the greatest games of all time people still go back and play it even with the uh with the graphical limitations to it, yeah. and it's like it looks. I'm playing it right now on my iPad. It it it's like leagues and just far beyond what that is. Mm-hmm. Space I, Invaders. Way beyond Space Invaders. <laughs> uh, anyway, the the point I'm trying to make is chill out, internet. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. Every time I hear like a bunch of uproar going on, and people want to pick a fight, it's just it's the uh, Stan Marsh's dad. Isn't that his name? What's his name? I, I, you were all robotic for a second, bro. Oh no! Yeah. What happened? I don't know. What did you say? Modulating right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you're over modulating, you man. Definitely turn down the hertz. What am I? What am I gonna do? I don't know how to do that. We'll take the electrodes and just kind of shake them up and then throw them. Positron yeah. or neutron? Positron, mm-hmm. dude. Come on. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck! I gotta get my table elements out. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? Can you hear me? Yeah, no, you're good. Yeah, you're good. We're good. <laughs> we're just we're just yanking your uh, yanking your chain. Oh, I see. The fights. Yes, that's what I was on. These internet kids wanted to pick a fight and they go, they go like that kid's dad in South Park. You want to go, bro? You want to go? Let's go. And they're just like <laughs> an inch from the guy's face. Let's go. Then. All right, all right, let's go. And then they start taking a step back. Come on, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. I take a step back. They'll get right in there. They'll throw as much verbiage as they can, but they will never fully step up to the plate. Someone knocks on their door, they're going to cower behind the keyboard again. Fuck them. Punk-ass kids. The thing is, too, and I feel bad. I feel really bad. For, for game designers, Is they have probably one of the most... Um, what's, the, what's the word here? I'm looking for DJ. Adventured servitude job? Yeah. yeah, pretty much. It's but, it's one yeah. of the most taxing. I would say it's one of the most taxing jobs to look at because not only do they have an immense amount of pressure from a publisher to make a game that they can sell and get it out on time. This incredibly complex combination of like a movie, gameplay, music, storytelling, all this stuff combined into one thing, get it out in a year or two. And hopefully it's really good. And you know you got the suits above these guys. These poor guys in their desk working for 12-hour days, 12, 16-hour days, right to go into a board meeting. You have two or three suits taking these comments seriously. Yeah. Well, you, know, mm. you, you didn't understand that Mass Effect fan number one says, the lip sync is like cock and balls. <laughs> this, is, this is unacceptable. You know you have to fix this. Yeah, not, not only do you have the suit and ties breathing down their neck, and then you have us 
right? The, this enormous fan base that will never, ever be pleased, no matter how good you did on it. Yep. It's like, and then monetarily, I can't imagine it's very, very good for these. So it, this is a passion for, project for these people, first and foremost. <laughs> Absolutely. Brings me to Shepherd Fan uh, 87. Uh, this game would be amazing if it didn't shit on everything. <laughs> you have to, you have to fix this. <laughs> go, go fix it. You have 12 seconds. Yeah. Don't you understand? This man's voice is imperative to our success. <laughs> imagine, imagine, you know, working on a game for three years, three years plus, you know, depending on what, what part of the project you came in, if you were in like pre-production stuff like that. And then just to have the internet say, fuck this ending. Like I, I fucking hate it. Do it again. Oh, like, dude. You know, like it's, and then they have to go and do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, it's, like, man. it's like the internet is Bioware's abusive boyfriend that just like, <laughs> you're, you're going to make dinner. You know, like during it's the making what it is. Lips right. You've you know? had people get married and have kids, and you had the older people have grandkids within those few years, and they're part of the team. And if they were to win an award, the whole family would be up there cheering and celebrating. But now they get death threats instead. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you know what? And then you look at the other side. See all this negativity that can be poured out in an instant, like we've seen. But then you'll see people get tattoos of n7 on like their chest i know somebody yeah. who has an n7 tattoo on their chest wow, and you see people God. like you you see people name their kids shepherd and see their kids have all the have all this memorabilia of like mass effect something that they have mm. no understanding of they people spend hundreds of dollars on an edition of the game that's like you don't really get a whole lot more extra if i'm being honest mm. <laughs> and you see this passion involved with the fan base. So like, and this is the internet, right? This is like, you have hate and you have absolute love for a product. And it's what I love about games, including, including honestly, including uh, the hate part, because I'd rather have, I'd rather have the passion behind. Uh, uh, and I'm not talking about death threats. Death threats are not cool at all. Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the passion involved, like on the positive side, is far greater than you see in movies aside from maybe like star Wars or something like that. But even that is dealt in the games. You see what I'm saying? Because this is, I mean, we would, I wouldn't be doing a podcast just on, on movies if we wouldn't have done this first on talking about video games, something that we thoroughly enjoy. And I've said this to DJ time and time again, I think it's the most powerful medium that exists right now. Our games. It's, mm -hmm. it's the most profitable. That's for sure. I mean, look at Call of Duty. It makes it makes more money than. Yep. I don't know. It's it it. It's the only it, hope they have for me to vote again. Video game <laughs> out of it, I'll do it. And, and to rock to, the vote, the game. To keep Strike myself sounding from a, to keep myself sounding from like a super nerd, I I do think it's ridiculous that people get tattoos of of N seven on their chest or Halo tattoos or whatever. But hey, man, I I think it's cool. I think if you're in love with a character that much go for it it's not my body but whatever maybe just put it on your pinky toe or something so yeah you can just hack it off if need be right <laughs> well and I, I think that's that's where a lot of this um fury sort of stems from is that <clears throat> sorry um people are so 
invested in these universes in these stories right that 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 they feel that they own them now right like this oh absolutely this is my shepherd you know there are many shepherds like him but this is mine <laughs> you know um so so i think i think that's where people feel like the developers are doing this to me they did this like you know it's yeah you know they they made the ending like this yeah. and that's but that's where like the immaturity comes in where it's mm. like well they did it on purpose like you see i've seen so many threads on halo waypoint saying like 343 wants to ruin halo <laughs> what <laughs> no that that's how they that's how they live guys yeah, like that's yeah. how that's where their money comes from and that's the how they like the sustain themselves is making this game yeah <laughs> do they want to ruin it no they don't want to ruin halo like it it's just that immaturity that will step in and say like oh the animator sucks and all this stuff like they don't care they don't yeah. care about the world mm. yeah it's uh but on a on a positive note i think that um the game itself is is really good mm. i don't think it's great i think it's really good yeah. <laughs> you know it's not like it's not like it's starting this it doesn't feel right now and i'm not too far into the story Mm. Um, but it hasn't really hooked me yet, mm -hmm. like uh, Mass Effect One did. And yeah. so I'm I'm just gonna wait around and see uh, see what happens. I, I'm interested so far to see what happens in the story. I think it's a really good premise, and sort of the story beats so far have have kept me going with it. The combat, like I said, is way better than any of the other titles. Definitely. And uh, it's it just it plays really nice. The gameplay mm. is solid. My my only sort of story concern is that um, they they kind of use this Andromeda thing to sort of wipe the slate clean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's still in the Mass Effect universe, but we don't have to worry about what Shepard did anymore. You know, so kind of I'm I'm sad that they cut the ties in that sense. That that you know we had this one character that we built and created a story for three games, and now he's just sort of like a a footnote that I select whether he was male or female. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, and who knows where that's going to go in the future? I mean, the game comes out tomorrow, so people will people will know by the end of the day, probably yeah. before that. Well, and reviews are out. The embargo lifted. It's yeah, you know, it's okay. Like people are saying, it's it's good. It's not not great. It's not, you know. Yeah, what did IGN give it? Like a seven 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 or something like that, whatever yeah. that means. Yeah, it's kind of sitting around a seventy five <laughs> on Metacritic seven, seven. if you sort of follow those things. <laughs> Hello, Toxic Terrorists. We will uh, we'll be doing questions at the end if you uh, if you want to chat in and or jump into the conversation here. But uh, so yeah, the the story so far you're enjoying it, um, mm. DJ. Yeah, definitely. I you know I I think it's. Um, I think it's a good start to another sort of trilogy, even though they haven't they haven't expressly said that it's going to be a trilogy. It's a trilogy. It's, it's I mean, who they who, they're not fooling anybody. Yeah, it's going to exactly. be a trilogy. It's, it's too much of a money maker. Picking up their game. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to play more. Um, you know, I'm definitely you know I'll be investing time in it. Um, it's definitely hard to judge a a 40 plus hour game on the first you know two or three hours right you know I'm, right. i feel like i'm I, just uh, just out of the tutorial essentially I right think so club and i can take a point like we, we can get that we get the gist of it man you want to go you want to go play <laughs> get it damn it <laughs> Be a man. Just tell us you want to yeah. leave and put more hours in we understand we can Here handle this 
Oh man. How is it? How is the multiplayer? I've not played the multiplayer at all. It's it's pretty much Mass Effect three. Okay. Which which is okay because sure. because now sure. with the new sort of movement uh, mechanics, um, you know, it definitely it gets a little little hairier and you can kind of get yourself out of trouble a little bit more. But um, again, just very similar to Mass Effect three, you know, wave uh, base. Sometimes there's an objective. Um, and there's about five levels right now, which kind of have already gotten kind of boring, and I've, I haven't played a whole ton. But oh boy! But yeah. I, I, again, I think it's something that you know, especially once you start ramping up the difficulty, um, and you start leveling up some of these different characters that you can select. Um, I think it'll start getting definitely very interesting when you start combining abilities with squad mates. And I haven't had a chance to really play with with like either you club or or really people i know so i'm i'm looking forward to that well i am on the fence of it myself i haven't played the game at all yet and i'm really curious so there's one question that is going to make it or break it for me mass effect andromeda or miss pac-man miss pac-man no, i'm just kidding oh, yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> okay it to me straight yeah <laughs> i mean it i it's gonna be fun when that when that comes out uh I always have this setup where if I'm playing a single player game, I get like a real good, my good surround sound headphones. You just kind of go offline for a sec and just Ugh. soak in this great sci-fi epic, man. It's like, it's a 40 hour sci-fi movie. It's what I'm in there for. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so just, I'm looking forward to it. reminded me of a game I just played recently. It's not as cool as Mass Effect, but it was for free and I gave it a shot. Would you like to hear about it? No. Okay. Yeah. Let's All move right. on. Alright. Power Rangers. <laughs> Power Rangers. <laughs> Did you okay, hold on, before we move yeah. on to Power Rangers. Uh LT, have you played the entire series of Mass Effects so far? No. I played a I, part I knew of it. the beginning of Mass I Effect knew it. one. I, I knew it. All of Mass Effect two except yeah, I played all of Mass Effect two and I didn't play any of Mass Effect three. And I really want to. I just don't have time. You have time. Old. You're not. You're not fooling me. I'm old. I want a baby. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. I want a no, wife. You have said. You've said to me so many times. At 3 a.m. After yeah. I wake up too early at 1 a.m. because of my loud radiator. That's exactly <laughs> what I need in my life. More loud noises. You hate kids. It's just simple as that. You can say it again. Listen, I'm 33 now. I only have a good. 30 plus years I could even make these. He's only got one or good one or two good eggs left, so <laughs> it's deteriorating. My <laughs> my uh my deliciousness is deteriorating. Oh man. It's All like, right. It's like pineapple juice right now. Thirty years it's gonna be like curdled milk. I gotta get on this. That's not a visual we needed. Power you Rangers. Didn't think about the amount of vomit on train stations either, did you? you know, Power like, Rangers. Power we have Rangers. we have set a horrible bar for this episode. Uh, we've set a horrible bar. Also, I felt it. Anyway. Power Rangers. <laughs> the movie has an embargo that has been lifted. That was the sentence. Uh, it's got a Metacritic score right now of forty-eight. Oh, smack. Yeah. However, however, no, however, there are only five people who have reviewed it so far. Oh, shit. All right. But the highest one is a 70. And, I, and I've, I've already made my whatever on 
scores or whatever, but mm. um, it looks it looks like it's okay or pretty good. Uh, let's see, IGN has been pretty positive about it. It's there's they've got problems with it, but let's mm. see, they gave it a seven for whatever that means to you. Wow, that's a huge budget. I didn't realize they had a. $105 million budget for this movie. It's kind of nuts. They spent they spent half of it on Jesus. on banks there for, for Rita, though. So. Did yeah. you say 170? 100, 105 million 105 on Power Rangers, the, the cinematic adventure. Black Ranger is the best 99 says. <laughs> there is no person in our chat right now. It's just so ridiculous. <laughs> Oh man! A pile I, of shit worth 105 million dollars is what they're trying to say. I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, I I think I'm going to. Uh, I haven't seen Kong yet either, so I might do a little double feature, a little Kong, a little Power Rangers action. Yeah, thanks for tuning in to Smirk Network episode number 38. It's been me, Club. I got DJ here as always, and LT from NYC, aka Robot Man. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you later. <laughs>